Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Split Screen Podcast. I think we're going somewhat somewhat regular now, we're going steady, yeah. four in a row. Uh, my name is Craig Wilson, or on Twitter, at CP Wilson, or on Facebook, Craig Ackerman Wilson, or on Steam, Buddy Sideshow, or on Xbox Live, Buddy Sideshow, or on Starcraft, Buddy Sideshow, because there was a character limit and I didn't notice, and sort of started typing, ran out of letters and hit enter, and I'm joined again by Alan, who is known as Alan. Just Alan. Yeah, just just Alan, or occasionally Al in work, formerly known as Lord Alan, and now I'm known as the exciting A.G. Kuma, which, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if people really like that one or not. A.G. Kuma? What's the, what's the, what's the thought behind A.G. Kuma? Well, um, uh, I hate telling this story. Um, Yay! Well, struck, go- struck gold, folks! Okay, the story behind my gamertag and all of the associated online stuff is that AG are obviously my initials, mm-hmm. so that's fairly obvious, and Kuma is because whenever I was really young, uh, I had a teddy bear called AG Bear, who's named Aww. after me. AG Bear was taken, Kuma is the Japanese word for bear, so that is slightly different to okay. AG Bear. I think when you said AG Bear was taken, I thought maybe that was a heartbreaking story of someone stealing your bear. <laughs> yeah, AG Bear was stolen, and since then I turned myself into a bear to try and track down the people responsible. I went to the train station, and they gave me another bear, and they told me it was my bear, but it wasn't my bear. I'm and pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's like it's been like that Simpsons episode with Bobo, Mr. Burns' favorite bear. That's, that's what it's reminded me of. But no, AG Bear is still real. Uh, he still exists mm-hmm. as the eye. Um, but yeah, I mean, I changed it all recently. I just uh, the gamer tag must have been a couple of months ago now. Um, just because you know I'm not 16 anymore, and I need to refer to myself as Lord Allen. I've got rid of that whole inferiority complex that I had. Um, but I mean, a lot of people have said they, they kind of knew where they stood with with Lord Allen. You know, they they, they, they knew what to take from from his uh, appearance. So, uh, well, uh, my buddy Saito actually got from Second Life uh, the name generator. It was you can choose different. Uh, sort of dialects and regions. So that was a Celtic Transformers name, apparently. was Buddy Sideshow. Buddy Sideshow. Second Life will be featuring later. This episode, we're talking about online identities. Yes, and an online identity crisis, I think is the, the preliminary <laughs> title we've given for it. We're, we're, we're going to talk about uh, how people present themselves online and how that's changing. Is it for the better? Is it for worse? But uh, yeah, there's no really did reduce it, because if you got this far in the podcast, you're probably going to listen to it. So <laughs> without further ado... Uh, <laughs> So I think quite naturally, uh, as with everything now, you can just tie it to Twitter, and that is the latest place where an online identity is now quite a valuable thing. I think when we were growing up, when we were young, I remember when I first joined the Sum41 forum, trying to find similar <laughs> similar like-minded losers. <laughs> Try not to spit water out there, I'm just going... <laughs> We should point out that um, we're having a we're having a special podcast this week from uh, Craig's living room, and uh, yes, yeah, so I'm in real danger of spitting the water not only over my laptop but over his parents' dining room table. So that would be uh, that would be the worst end of so, the podcast ever. So I remember when I was signing up uh, to express my love for Derek Woodley, and you were told like when you're joining an online forum, never use your real name, never give out personal information like where you live. So you came up with a fake handle. I think I yeah. never, never really had one. Back when it was Certainly, when I, whenever I went on that WWF chat back in the day, uh, you, know, <laughs> you always had to come up with some kind of silly pseudonym. I don't know, you know, Stone Cold three sixteen or something really imaginative like that. But uh, one of the one of the classic things people did when they set up an email account. Certainly, my first Hotmail account mm-hmm. was Lord Allen. Then my year of birth at Hotmail dot com, which in a way is, is pretty silly because you know when a Whenever you look back at it, do you think you just told everybody what age you were? That was pretty silly. But yeah, I mean, it was like never give out your name, don't give out your age, any personal pictures, don't leave a trail of sweets for pedophiles, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. 
Whereas nowadays, I think that's quite a... Apart from the trail of sweets, that's quite a valuable commodity to have your name. A lot of people will have their name registered. You know, craigwilson.com. Like, someone else has already got that. Someone's already got craigwilson at Gmail. Um, but for a lot of people, that's part of their online brand, online identity. Well, there's loads of uh, there's loads of Alan Williamsons out there. There's one. Uh, it's quite funny. He's a this guitarist and tutor, and uh, he has the same hair that I used to have. So he kind of looks like a fatter version of me from a few years back. It's like even if you search with my middle name George, I'm still nowhere near the rest of those people. So it's, I, I'm, I'm lost. Sign up as at the real Alan Alan Williamson. Yeah, would that would work. Um, yeah. I think last week, kind of interesting repercussion of this, there was the, the Girl Geeks um, founder, um, Morna Simpson. Girl Geeks is kind of, kind of an interesting site where it's community for women and technology, very entrepreneurial, very kind of go-getting. Um, her Twitter handle is at Girl Geeks, and she's used this quite a lot. And uh, someone else put in a claim for it, because on Twitter you cannot impersonate someone and you cannot infringe on trademarks. Someone else apparently held the trademark for girl geeks even though even though she ran this community yes even though she had this community and so hers got changed to girls geek and I think it had an underscore or it had a dash or something else in it but what it meant for her and she was quite um, kind of understandably upset about it uh, was that all of her promotional material a lot of her correspondence um, all this kind of work that she'd done in building up this online reputation was now kind of squandered because people would go to the at girl geeks and it was pointing to someone else entirely oh, okay um and so, you know, this kind of was an interesting way of saying, like, okay, well, this has a bit of value, like, you know, outside of the people who just sign up to Twitter to follow Stephen yeah. Fry. It's kind of difficult, though, with the online paper trail, because I know, like, my, any, I've got quite a lot of walkthroughs and things on game FAQs, and the email address still points to my old Hotmail account, and mm. so every few months, I check it out and I get a couple of emails from people, you know, adding things to this walkthrough. And I feel really bad. There's like all these housewives and things telling me how they and their kids love playing the game. I always feel bad that I never get back to them. But it's, uh, for for any of them that are listening, I am sorry. <laughs> but it's interesting um, as well. You're talking about how somebody's got a trademark in the world. Girl geeks. Mm-hmm. Did you hear um, Microsoft are suing Apple for the trademark of the App Store because Microsoft have said that it's too generic a term because you know you can you can say app. And then that doesn't mean anything, and you can say store, and that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Therefore, App Store, App Store can't be a trademark. This is the same Microsoft, by the way, whose two main products are called Windows and Office. <laughs> and Word. Word, yeah. <laughs> or, or ironically, Excel is like the opposite of what happens in that, but never mind. And PowerPoint, <laughs> the most boring piece of software ever made. Yeah. On, the, on the side on Twitter, there's... A lot. If you if you use Twitter, you'll know that if you certain keywords, if you have them in your post, will trigger a torrent of spam bots that yes. will come after you. I did one a few about probably a month ago now. I'd mentioned Xbox as I am wont to do in a Twitter post, and suddenly I was greeted with this reply from this uh, spam bot, which is just someone's written a bit of smart computer program. You can win an Xbox if you go to this location. <laughs> Please fill in your bank details. <laughs> <laughs> and like I ended up kind of. I did this sort of big infographic which is on the site and I ended up looking through all of their tweets and what I saw was actually, first of all, it's quite accurate to sort of normal people on Twitter in that they would, about a third of the time they were trying to get trying to sell you something and the other two thirds they were talking about crap that you didn't really care about. Or trying to waz your computer with a virus or something like that. But what was interesting on the, the side of the, the keywords was that it was picking up um, what people were saying and I was trying to use it to sort of nefarious end and there was uh, a sort of, I say high profile, I couldn't find it when I was trying to prepare for the podcast. Um, where uh, a number of bank managers, their Twitter profiles were identified and people were following it. And so when this bank manager said, look, I'm taking Fluffy for a walk 
Fluffy was then added to a list of potential passwords that this bank manager might use. Similarly, when he went, I'm going to pick up little 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 Ali Ali Williamson from soccer <laughs> practice. <laughs> dad, Dad, look at my details. <laughs> Ali Williamson was added there. And if you think like when you're filling out sites, you still get those security questions. And apart from what's your mother's maiden name, where did you, you know? Where's the place you grew up? Where's your first school? What's your childhood nickname? What were your pet names? Yeah, what's, your, all, what's your childhood hero? I think was the other one. Yeah, was, these yeah. are all like barriers they're trying to put in so you don't have your stuff stolen. I mean, these are all just the basic ingredients of any profile for any site. Not even just Facebook. Just like any site wants to know about this. Was there not the other one? I think it was maybe the website was called something like Rob Me Now or something like that. Yeah. And it was either using Twitter or Foursquare, and it was like somebody would say, "I'm only out for a run." And then it'd be like, you know, <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. Just nip to the shops. I'm in Tesco. <laughs> Lol. Sup, guys. Just checking mm-hmm. out the fresh fruit juices. Something really bland like that, like you get on Twitter. And, you know, these people, their their homes are now ripe for the picking. <laughs> yeah, so, they, they linked up to a map where they could figure out, well, you know, chances are most people tweet from the home. Like, most accidents mm-hmm. happen in the home. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter happens mostly in the home, so they can figure out where is their, their likely place of abode, and then whenever there's a tweet outside of that, flashed up on a map, um, to try, you know, I say raise awareness, I don't know what happened out of it, it raised an awareness and then it <laughs> then it dropped off. Yeah, then, then uh, everybody's uh, computers had stolen, and uh, there was no one left <laughs> to talk about it, I guess. So we said that it was sort of the, 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 the trademark infringements on Twitter, and I think a lot of the best comedy Twitter names... A lot of the best comedy Twitter accounts are ones where people are impersonating. I mean, there was that famous the mayor. I mean, yeah, I can't oh, remember. It was his Ram, name. Ram Emanuel, who stood for mayor of Chicago. Oh no, he is the mayor elect of Chicago. Okay, and his uh, his actual account was set up by as an editor of this old punk magazine, and that was his way of like instigating social change. Um, and what he's sticking, <laughs> it, sticking it to the man. And the character was just this like lecherous misogynist, like everything, all the worst nightmares you would have of some sort of U.S. politician incarnate. Um, in Britain, we've got cat bin lady, based off that woman who put the cat in the bin and yes, got caught yes. on the security thing. Well, it's someone writing the sort of life for her, and it's strange. I think the the sort of 140 character limit actually it focuses a lot of jokes, um, so it's actually quite good for that. Well, that's, I mean, that's all Twitter is for me. It is a way to hawk our wares and promote the website. I would, you know, I'm not ashamed yeah. to admit that. That's pretty much the main reason I use it. It's just to occasionally say a witty thing and mostly advertise things. So that's really the only use is advertisement and a wee bit of, wee bit of comedy there. Yeah. Well, when I was at um, Google, they referred to it just as a publishing platform and not a social networking tool. Publishing I think, platform? I think, yeah, more legitimately on the social network side is, is Facebook, but they're now an advertising platform. Um, whereas before, I think you had a little bit more leniency on what was on your profile. I think we all know about the privacy thing and, you know, make sure your thing's not public. Yeah. We're not going to go into that. That's, that's fairly but, obvious. But you're not allowed to put in fake locations anymore. Like, if you try to edit your Facebook page right now and put in, like, I am from... Mars. You know, yeah, or Uranus. Hey! Um, <laughs> it, well. won't let, it won't let you do that unless it has a place in its uh, register of allowed locations. Because oh, okay. I was trying to change my Facebook identity to that of Aquaman. Uh-huh. Um, and so I couldn't get, like, Atlantis... But I could get Atlantis from like some state in America had like you know Atlantis. You know, I, I just read today that some Spanish researchers reckon they have found Atlantis. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where was it? Somewhere off the coast of Spain. I think. <laughs> That's convenient. So maybe maybe you'll be allowed to put that on Facebook now. Oh yeah. Well, I'm I'm from Cadiz, you know, but it's close enough to Atlantis that I, I'm a man of the world. Um, they locked down on the joke names as well. There's a limit to how many times you can change your name now on Facebook, and quite interestingly, they don't tell you. The number they just they they flash oh, okay. you up with a page saying, "Look, there's a limited number of this, so don't go screwing around." 
And all of that's in the vein because Facebook is an advertising platform. That's how they make their money. It's kind of discriminates against Hollywood actresses who tend to remarry about five or six times. It means just to, <laughs> just to keep your trade name and then you won't well, get caught out by Facebook's uh, change limits. Like if you if you think about it, like what Facebook are selling to their advertisers, like, okay, well, look, you've got... Uh, what they'll be trying to say is, okay, well, look, we've got the demographics of everyone. So we know the age group, we know the sex, we know the location. And now you so you can target your products to these people. And, you you know, you won't be wasting your time advertising to some 60-year-old granny who yeah. just wants to put cats in bins. If you want to get to the guy <laughs> who's interested in some 41, you, you can get right to him. You don't, you don't want to waste his time? <laughs> no. But, like, I know just based on our uh, we have mutual friends, of course. Um, yeah, we, have, we have we have multiple <laughs> friends yeah, and so mutual friends. Like to say, double digit friends, just to anyone there. Like, how many girls do you know who are married to their best friend on um, Facebook? My girlfriend has married their best friend on Facebook. <laughs> okay, well there you go. So there you go. But, but yeah, no people do it all the time, or it, you, it's complicated with. I don't know, your dog or, or a horse or something like that. But, I mean, I think the joke name thing does make sense because it stops potential abuse. So imagine if I changed my name to your name mm-hmm. just, just, to, just to wind you up and just to be mean to you. And, I mean, maybe we were talking before we did this, as we do. As we um, want. I, I <laughs> yeah, we say all the funny things first to get them out of our system. And then we, we do our straight podcast. Um, <laughs> but... We're talking about the nicknames that profiles have, and everybody does have a sort of profile username. And I think mine is just AG Bear, mm-hmm. um, but it's not actually salient. You can't you can't see it. You can type in that username into Facebook and get to my page, but it's not advertised. Whenever you go, whenever I go to your page, it doesn't yeah. flag up that's what your username is. So maybe they should make that a bit more salient. Yeah, it's sort of it's the opposite of what all the you know what we said at the beginning, not to have the personal yeah. stuff and the username now. Well, it's the opposite Sounds of something like uh, Xbox Live or the the Blizzard Real ID that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. later, um, where you know in Facebook you have your real name and that's prominent, and then you have your username. Whereas in everything else, you've got this prominent username, and potentially a very select number of your friends can see your real name, yeah. as if as if they needed reminding, as if I didn't <laughs> know what your real name was, but I knew what your Steam name was. Thank yeah. God for Steam. <laughs> of course, my I think I changed my name. I thought I put an extra letter into my surname for a long time, and that was a good way of like stopping businesses from just just finding finding me online so it's, it just happens your businesses will check your facebook they'll check your twitter and if they find out your own people and they just won't hire you hire you at all but that's it you you changed your name and that is not allowed under the terms of service there was a no Chinese, it's a breach actually there was a chinese yeah. blogger who goes by the pen name of uh, michael ante and he was banned from facebook because they discovered he's using a pen name instead of a pseudonym and what he said that was you know he felt lower than mark zuckerberg's dog who's allowed a profile on facebook <laughs> although apparently that's okay because it's a fan page and not a real user page Really? Yeah, that, that's that's how they got around that. Yeah, so you, can, you can be a fan of Mark Zuckerberg's dog, but so this guy was his account's been closed down. And obviously, if you're a blogger in China, it's a bit mm-hmm. different to you and I setting up a website. And there are, you know, they're gonna get they're gonna get locked up in a gulag somewhere for posting <laughs> stuff like that under their real name. Um, so that again, it's, it's just interesting that Facebook is all about breaking down anonymity. Mm-hmm. And um, one website that's sort of taken this on board is TechCrunch. Um, and they used to use the discuss comment system, which all of we, our listeners will be intimately familiar with. We use it on our site, folks. That's because it's because it's easy. Because it's easy. <laughs> um, so TechCrunch have replaced discuss with Facebook comments, and the reason they've done this is because most of the comments were bilge or were just useless commenting and trolling, and generally, you know, nasty people posting nasty things, which nobody really wants. Mm-hmm. And I guess it made me think about: Would we necessarily want to put Facebook comments? Um, in place of discuss on split screen, and I kind of thought probably not. Um, 
because you know we do want a lot of comments, um, but it's all about the quality of discussion versus the quantity. And you know, let's be honest, right now we're not terribly big. We're looking for quantity. We want to lower the barrier to entry. Um, and you know, besides, we can just laugh at all the crap comments and delete them whenever we like. So I think it's getting a bit more positive. I've started, I've started writing better stuff, and that that certainly helps. <laughs> we mentioned earlier, um, sort of another site which did this probably on a on a grander scale. Were, were Blizzard, the developers of World of Warcraft, so they've got, I think it's about twelve million now, kind of active user base. Um, We've written about we've written about wow it is twelve million. Isn't it? Yeah, we yeah. asked the question: Can twelve million subscribers be wrong? Yes, um, yes, yes that, was that was the con- that was the consensus. We've decreed <laughs> we've decreed it's okay to not like World of Warcraft. And a while ago on their forums, probably about last year now, they wanted to do in a similar way to TechCrunch. They wanted to raise the level of discussion, or really, you know, get rid of the sort of the low trolling yeah. stuff. And they Which is quite have... ironic because World of Warcraft is a game where you can play as a troll. Yeah. <laughs> but because uh, it's World of Warcraft, it's paid for subscription, they've got everyone's credit card details, so they know everyone's real name. Yeah. So they just wanted people to use their real name. They called it the Real ID uh, Initiative or whatever. Yeah. Scheme. Um, and so they wanted everyone on the forums and everyone in the game. Well, not in the game, sorry, you still had your character name. But everyone yeah. on the forums, you would have your real name. Yeah, so it was Craig Wilson wanted... rather than Mortala, which was the character's name yeah, I had. It's like if, you wanted, if I wanted to post in the World of Warcraft forums, I couldn't be Hochin, I could only be Alan. Yeah. Um, and I think this initiative lasted for about all of two days. They basically okay. said, we're going to roll it out. Mm-hmm. And then the internet exploded. And about two days later, they're like, you know what? This is actually the worst idea we've ever had. Um, in truth, <laughs> I think it was actually a shame that it didn't happen because it... I think I'm not sure if we agree. I think it probably would have worked because there is uh, there was a very famous uh, strip by Penny Arcade, which was along the lines of the internet plus anonymity equals a very unpleasant person. I believe it was known as uh, the, the 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 Gabriel Greater Internet very unpleasant person theory. Yes, I think it was slightly more harshly. Uh, it was more perhaps uh, perhaps uh, perhaps there were some some cuss words in there. Yes, yeah. but I mean, I, I don't know. Had people been under their real name, a lot of the things that you sort of see online probably wouldn't be wouldn't be uh, be there in the first place. Well, that's what you find with TechCrunch is that the number of harassing comments is gone. It's not even yeah. like it's dropped a wee bit. It is dramatically reduced. And obviously the number of comments are dramatically reduced, but also like the, the level of discussion is really elevated. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it kind of raises problems with World of Warcraft where whenever people are playing that game, I think the issue isn't that they're give, making people use their real names. The issue is that they gave them about five or six years of using a pseudonym, and now they're forcing yeah. you to use your real name to continue as part of the community. Facebook never started off with usernames, and then they said, right, now you have to use your real name. Mm-hmm. You know, away you go. And you know, people, it's nice to have a bit of escapism, and it's nice that people know that they can go and play something. And you know, no matter how bad your life is, or if you do have a past, and you don't necessarily people, want people to know where you are. That you can you can play that game and you can enjoy it for what it is, and you shouldn't have to give out your details. But for them to suddenly change the rules is is a bit much, you know. Yeah, they they still have it in place, but it's a completely optional yeah. program you can go into. And I think they, I think they do offer. Like some incentives, I think there's a little bit more in the terms of cross chat support. But I, but I don't need a reminder of what your name is in real life. I would just send you a text message and say, "Hey, what's your what's your Blizzard ID?" Had momentary <laughs> memory loss, you know. But like so many of these programs that they're trying to do, they are again just trying to tap into this Facebook thing again. And the real IDs had it. You can connect all of your Facebook friends in there. Well, I noticed that um, Insomniac, the guys that did like Ratchet and Clank and things, um, and Resistance and those kind of games, they are now putting a lot of their games up on Facebook. 
Now, yeah. I don't know what that means since I'd, like, I'd really like to see Resistance running inside a web browser. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. But um, they're, they're doing something online. And Sid Meier's the other guy, the developer of Civilization, uh, mm-hmm. Alpha Centauri. And that's the only two games you need, really. Um, they, he's making Civilization for Facebook. And even things like you know, Zynga, yeah. those guys that did um, Farmville and that yeah. kind of thing. It's a, or, or PopCaps, Bejeweled Blitz. The, the Facebook gaming There's, market's massive. It's completely legit. It's, you know, I think when we, we threaten something about hardcore and casual games... Then, I mean, oh, don't, even, don't even get me started. <laughs> but that's what we mean by casual, is that you don't need to buy a computer, uh, a separate console for it. You've already got everything you need. Um, if you're wanting, like, this is just like a little interesting site that folks can go check out. If you want a good idea of, like, the anonym, what anonymity? Anonymity. An- anonymity. Yeah. Okay. I th- well, you could say anonymity, but that that wouldn't <laughs> sound right at all. Well, if you want to so, to see, uh, say it again. Anonymity. In action on the web. If you go to YouTube, sunshine.com, and it just pulls out random quotes from YouTube. Um, I've got it on the side. I can't read that one out. We yeah. try not to swear on this the, podcast. The comments are so um, the the comments on YouTube are so vile that you can't you just can't read them. We we wouldn't be able uh, to. I can't read that. That one's about. That's also quite. You can't even tell bad. me what it's about. It's so severe. That one mentions God in Japan. I can't mention that. I'm trying to read. <laughs> that's the, probably enough. That, are, oh, that one's. I'm trying to read your screen, like in the in the mirror reflection <laughs> here, but I can't see anything. It's, it, it's very fuzzy, but it looks like there's a lot of capital letters in there. Similarly, I guess if you want to see uh, <laughs> what happens when you just uh, turn on people's screen, go to chat. Don't go to chatroulette.com. You know what you'll see. Yeah, but yeah. that's just another place. So, <laughs> whereas <laughs> that almost came out as a recommendation. Go to chatroulette.com. No, you know no. what you'll see. <laughs> it is you know bathroom wall plus ballpoint pen equals surprise, surprise. Okay, well, I guess the question is: Is it acceptable that? Being a dick on a forum bans you from playing a game that you've bought. Uh, so what happened was uh, this guy said something about uh, it was with Bioware game Dragon Age Two, which I've been reliably informed is pretty good. Cool. Um, so there you go. That's our almost re- almost <laughs> recommendation to buy it whenever the price goes down. Because yeah. I'm sure you're poor like me. Uh, so um, so this guy made some comment on the Bioware forums about how EA they did sold their souls to the EA devils or something like that. Generally, whenever you're on EA.com, that's a pretty silly thing to say. And he got a temporary ban from the forums. But what happened was, as a repercussion, he was banned from the game mm-hmm. that he had purchased. And these are supposed to be two different things. So I could go make a Bioware account, you know. And even if I didn't own Dragon Age, I could say whatever I liked about it. Yeah. But he was actually banned from the game. Now, we were going to do a kind of tabloid journalism-style approach to this and just say, <laughs> yeah, this guy got banned and it was totally outrageous. But then we actually read about it and found out that it was a mistake. Yeah, and the, he, the, the line that EA have taken is that he was only meant to be banned from their social side yeah. of um, Bioware. And there was some glitch in the system that meant he was he was locked out of everything. And so that's been happy. He's banned from the, the side yeah. for 72 hours as well. It's only a temporary thing. Too bad. He deserved but a ban. To me... Think about what you've done. Had, say, if we go back to the WoW scenario if he had a particularly vile and I think you need to have like a history of it I think people can sort yeah. of you can you can vent and rant once in a way and so, something uh, like EA is the devil possibly not worth a, a multiplayer ban something like guess what I'm going to do to your mum 
you know, that sort of the end of things, that, that would be that would be probably grounds for a ban. But um, But had that happened on the, the WoW forums, on Blizzard forums, and then, you know, he was banned from the game, I wouldn't see that as too unrealistic a thing to happen. No, I think, I think that's fair enough. I mean, maybe it would be a positive way to encourage healthy discussion online would be if there were some repercussions. So if you were on the Xbox Live forums being really abusive, you could get banned from mm-hmm. Xbox Live for a day. Not banned from the Xbox. You know, only your parents can do that. <laughs> but um, you'd actually be locked out of Xbox Live multiplayer or locked out of voice chat yeah. or something like that. that was- yeah. Because you're sending messages in voice chat mm-hmm. um, because you were mean on the internet, that would be that would be a really good thing to do. Yeah, I mean that was the side. I tried to look into it. Um, I think anyone who's used Xbox Live will know. A very wise man once said that an Xbox Live headset is the worst thing to put next to your head next to a shotgun, <laughs> and that's like quite accurate because like you will hear quite a lot of filth, and it depends what games you're playing as well. Um, it's basically just but, Black Ops and Halo Reach, isn't it? That's, but, where the, that's where the scum dwell. Yeah, in the profile you can report violations if people have put up crude sprays or if people have put up crude language. Or crude sprays is a bad choice of word. <laughs> <laughs> if you're dealing with immature people okay. Alan, okay. online. Yeah. Uh, when, you, you when can, would that happen? You can report these violations, but I've never, I've reported many a person because I am a narc. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not really sure if there is any repercussion to it. I mean, how many strikes do you need before anything happens? I think it takes multiple strikes from multiple people because, well, the last thing you I want... I mean, I'm sure people will be like, oh, he chainsawed me in gears. Quick, go into the profile. Yeah, he... Vi- he bad game behaviour. He, he killed, killed me. He killed me. Uh, he, he, ki- <laughs> he killed me? He killed me and he couldn't have killed me because I'm awesome. I don't, I don't know what way the banning process works in there, but... Um, I, yeah, I can only assume that it does work, otherwise mm-hmm. it's a dark world that we live in. By and large, though, um, I mean, I've, it's been a long time since I've, I've, I've ran into anyone really offensive, like, online. I don't um, know, you do, get, most... you do get some cretins online. It makes yeah, you think, you know, if those are the people that have survived, who on earth did they ban? And in a way, I kind of I admire creativity in a Call of Duty Black Ops. You can make um, a little player card, which basically you, you can buy layers and you can get shapes and little sprays, little skull icons, and you can arrange and make your own little pretty picture. And unfortunately... <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't actually own Call of Duty Black Ops, um, but I, I've, I have seen enough in my, my Google image travels today. I would, I would describe it as a, as, a, as a comprehensive selection of bestiality, male and female genitals, as far as the eye can see, there's drug abuse, just general, you know, man's inhumanity to man, and... I guess it's kind of an extension of the, the graffiti you could spray in Counter-Strike, um, but a lot of those were quite funny just because it was such an obscure feature, and so seeing you, like, I don't know, Cartman or a penis on the wall was quite yeah. funny. <laughs> um, and it's... You can kind of compare it with something like Forza 3, which is comprehensive car respraying um, and remodeling, uh, but it's pretty much smut-free. I mean, you get a couple of you know, scantily clad mm-hmm. women, but mostly it just seems to be advertisements for monster energy drinks yeah. and things. I mean, in, in terms of the way we've created characters online, my Xbox avatar and me are fairly similar to myself. <laughs> it's different in that I think mine is, it might not be wearing a t-shirt, whereas yes. real life Alan only wears t-shirts and jeans, because that's the only clothes that I have. <laughs> um, but that and my, my me are, are somewhat like me, unless you, you know, I don't think yours is quite as close unless you have a secret moustache and a bald head, I haven't noticed. Yeah, I tend to try and make the same character in most games, so like kind of most recently it's like Fallout and my Xbox avatar and my skate character are all a sort of middle-aged bald version of what I see myself becoming like with a horrible because it's really strange and like whenever you make a character in game there's always an option for a comb over now if yeah, I, if I had a, the if hair's I had a comb, terrible if I had a comb over in real life or maybe like going for the full head of hair that would be kind of fun on my guy who can skate rather than the sort of accurate side. Fallout had like this particularly limited character generation where 
everyone essentially looked like a melted mannequin from the same factory fire, <laughs> and that uh, they had maybe a dozen hair, different hairstyles, but 50 different types of beards. Now, the most comprehensive avatar creator you can get is in Second Life, and you can adjust like literally the gap between your eyebrows. Um, and the, the, the gap distance between, between your eyebrows? Yes. I think my, well, I've got the sort of one eyebrow. I imagine other people, you do, you've got a nice gap between yeah, them, but you I, can adjust that bridge. That's because I, I, I pluck the hairs whenever it starts to turn into a monobrow. God, we're vague as hell. Not vague, sorry, vain. <laughs> vague as hell. There's nothing, there's nothing vague about the <laughs> distinction between my eyebrows. It's crystal clear. And you can adjust different uh, your toe lengths as well. I mean, you can go into crazy detail. And I think, I think to me, well, I've never used it to be honest, but I think Second Life would just be an extension of the traditional chat room. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's that's the problem with PlayStation Home is that it's an extension of that chat room, but you're limited to people who we have already established are not very good at communication. And it's just like, oh, there's like this really interesting story came out um, about two, three years ago now of a couple who had met online in Second Life and they fell in love oh. and they got married oh. and then they had a marriage, a wedding ceremony in Second Life. Eh, a bit sad uh. there. And that's the sort of where start of what you're seeing going, where the wife then suspected that her husband was having an affair. What the wife did is that she went out and hired a private investigator in Second Life, uh-huh. who then followed the husband's avatar in Second Life, and he found out that he was having an affair with someone else, and that he their avatars were meeting up in Second Life and having like a virtual affair as well as there being like a real affair. Well, so there was a real affair. Yeah, I was, there was I, a real I affair. Was, I was going to make a joke uh, where, where you know I said he should have gone out and had real sex with somebody. His <laughs> wife never would have suspected it, but that, if that was already happening, that kind of fell flat. No, it's, it's, it's a strange like meta meta adultery. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Meta I don't know why I told that story. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's okay. It was a very nice story. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I mean, our, our our World of Warcraft characters were totally different to our Xbox avatars, yes. since mine was a 10-foot-tall bull with a nose ring, and yours was a... a Sexy, undead corpse. That was Mortella. That's, that was her character. Sexy, undead corpse. Well, though it was strange. I mean, I think it's sort of a, a, it's a, a potential feature there, but the sort of female representation in video games is not particularly a broad one. Um, no, you can either have massive breasts or you can have just just plain old large breasts. Yeah, and those can either be pretty much popping out or almost covered up. Well, actually, I made a I made a female character in Fantasy Star Online once. Really? During my addic- addiction phase, yes, and and she was this really tiny mage character, and she didn't have gigantic breasts because she couldn't do that in Fantasy Star. And uh, yeah, she was very popular. I uh, used to get like loads of random friend requests from people going, "Hey, I'll help you through this dungeon and things." You know, these, <laughs> these really chivalrous gents going, "Stand aside, yeah, little lady. I'll uh, take out this troll for you. I'll save you, madam." That kind of thing. And I was like, "Yeah, you've no idea how much I've played this. <laughs> this is the total. This is a total cakewalk to me." And it was great because they would give you loads of free stuff. They'd be like, "Oh, you know, do you want all this money?" I'd be like, "Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've actually got so much money in my other character that I can't get anymore." But sure, sure. Give me, give me all your riches. So uh, it, it is interesting the way, the way you know, males and females are portrayed differently. And I would suspect that quite a large proportion of female avatars on online games are actually being played by men. In Fantasy Star, you get like the you sort of get like a sword dude, gun dude, and magic dude. It's every game ever made, man. Yeah, sword dude, gun dude, and magic dude. From Golden Axe, right? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah right up yeah. to now. To Gears 3. Gears 3, yeah. <laughs> well, who's, who's the magic dude in Gears 3? Cool. Uh, 
Nobody's got a sword in gears. The analogy, the analogy fails. So, okay, so but you couldn't be a female hunter. Like, you couldn't be a female sword dude. You could be a different type of female, but they had like slightly better magic stats relative to the humans. And so it actually, you know, they were distinct personalities. And that, that was quite cool. And then over time, they, they broadened it out a bit. Have you seen the website um, where they now name and shame people who are abusive to women on Xbox Live and PS really? Network? Yeah. Um, well, what they do is these guys send these horrible lists in, yeah, you're a chick, bleep, 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 yeah, yeah. bleep, bleep, on your bleep kind of thing. Um, and so what they do is they just post these guys' Xbox Live messages onto this website. Oh, and I will nice. I will try and find out what it is so we can link all the listeners to it. Um, but yeah, they're, they're kind of like fighting back against uh, these really horrible misogynist pricks online. Um, so I guess... I'd, That's th- quite good, yeah. I guess if, you know, you know the communities uh, will police themselves always in some way. So if it, if it has to come to a name and shame for some of the worst offenders, then... So be it. There's some, and there's also something like quite... Uh, Appealing and sort of voyeuristic and tabloidy about that that I quite enjoy. Yeah, it's kind of tabloidy voyeuristic type of person now. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> go getting, but it's good because it means that even though people are you know, they like to think they're anonymous and that their messages are private, that if you post something that's particularly disgusting, then it mm. will be repeated. There's always a danger of abusing that. So if you send somebody, a, you know, any anyone I've ever sent a personal email or Facebook message to has always been sent with the hope that no one's going to forward it on. Yeah. Um, and so you know, once well, it's the same as a letter. You know, somebody could photocopy a letter you'd sent them and, and have a laugh at that. But it's it's good that it, it kind of takes some of the anonymity out of it. And maybe that that is a good. There's a good reason to have real names in Xbox Live to stop yeah. people from sending harassing messages because it's easy for you and I to go on play a bit of you know Halo or Call of Duty and then go to bed. But you know, there probably are people out there, whether female or otherwise, who are just getting an absolute torrent of abuse for doing nothing other than existing, yeah. and they are paying for that service at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think just to sort of get the part of be safe again, as always. Imagine you're saying it to someone in real life before you type it. Yes, but so also I, be aware that because uh, the PCC passed that is now uh, within uh, publishers' right that anything you see on Twitter can be quoted in a news article. So, or or held against you in or, court. Well, but then if yeah, yeah I guess to an extent. The guy, the guy said he was going to blow up the airport. He was uh, prosecuted for that. That's true. And. Um, uh, anybody who has visited the GeoHots website on the PS3 hacking, Sony have access to their details. Anybody yes. who's left a comment, watch his YouTube videos. So yeah, the take-home message from this week's podcast is disconnect yourself from the internet immediately, yeah. burn all of your electronic possessions, <laughs> and just read newspapers and live in a cave. You might also want to consider filing down your fingerprints so no one can see it. I'll see you very soon. Thanks very much for listening. Bye.